This is a Lady D Speak podcast. I'm your host D. On my website, both blogs and podcasts will contain topics on homeschooling, family life, and books. In today's podcast, I'd like to share with you a book recommendation. I've got my cup of coffee ready, so let's get this started. There are several things that draw me to books, which I end up recommending. Of course, at first glance, are the title and cover, and the story summary. That's kind of obvious, right? Then what keeps me intrigued are the characters, the voice of the storyteller, that is, how and whose perspective we're in. The speed and flow of the story is also critical. And lastly, why is the story being told? Though I'd love to call myself a book connoisseur, the reality is I'm more of an aficionado. When I walk into a bookstore or even shopping online, I'll randomly peruse through until something catches my eye. That's how I discovered this book, The Fifth Avenue Story Society by Rachel Hawk. The cover of the book is a book lover's dream, yet it's so simple. I don't know if there's multiple versions out there, but on mine, there is a perfectly lit window that you can clearly tell is a part of an old brick building. Then inside that window, you could see a shelf full of old leather-bound books. And if that wasn't enough to make my heart skip a beat, then there is the title, which of course captures that old world feeling along with a modern day book club. Now, I don't know if that makes me sound like a huge nerd, but if it does, I'm totally okay with that. In my attempts to not be book shallow, I of course have to read the summary of the book. To my delight, this story was going to be and involve several characters with very different backgrounds. An executive assistant, a literary professor, an Uber driver, an aging widower, and a cosmetic industry queen. Talk about diversity. Here's just a small part of the summary. Let me read it directly from the back of my book. When five New Yorkers receive an anonymous, mysterious invitation from the Fifth Avenue Story Society, they suspect their victims of a practical joke. No one knows who sent the invitation or why. No one has heard of the literary society, and they are not yet ready to reveal their deepest secrets to a room full of strangers. After reading that, that got me hook, line, and sinker. But what kept me reading was, of course, the characters. They felt like real people that I can run into on the street. Their personal stories also seem realistic, and many of them very relatable. I actually jumped back and forth between the characters of who I liked the most. Hey, Coral. Though I'd love to be friends with them all, of course. That's where Rachel Hawk did an excellent job. She turned these characters into people. I also really enjoyed the narrating style she chose. By having multiple points of view, we the reader can get direct access and insight to each character, which, when it's done well, can be exciting as you read and wonder when the other characters will catch on to what you already know. This narrating style worked perfectly for this story. The flow of the story was also great pacing. When we follow the characters individually, you definitely feel that fast-paced New York lifestyle. It also did well to emphasize the stress that each one of them individually faced. 
And no spoilers here, but let me just say something. Jet, for instance, has more drama than everyone else. So I can really feel that when his voice came in, there was a different tone than someone else. Then there's a moment when they pass through those great big double doors on Fifth Avenue. Everything somehow changes. Not in a magical wardrobe kind of way, but more like the rest of the world and its noise gets shut up. How many of us would love to do that sometimes? That silence, that peace, you can clearly see in the behavior of the characters as their anxiety level is brought down, and slowly throughout the book, so are those walls that they built up around themselves. I long to gather with them in that historical building in the Bower Room, to be surrounded by shelves full of first editions, and to sit where guests like Teddy Roosevelt and the Prince of Wales once sat. I was so drawn to that place, I had to look it up. I'd like to one day visit New York, and I would think that place would definitely make it on my list of places to visit. Sadly, it doesn't exist. I know, let's do that deep side together. Now, if I didn't sell you on getting this book and getting your very own copy yet, please stay with me. It's a beautiful story. It's about life and how people deal with hardships and tragedy. How things can shape us without us even being aware of it. Yet what the author graciously provides her characters is hope. And it was lovely to watch it unfold. Coral, a character who I just gave a shout out to earlier, is one of the unsung heroes of the story, at least in my opinion. I even had a moment with a character named Ed in chapter 33 that got me definitely misty-eyed. I think I projected my late grandfather as him, so my heartstrings were played when he revealed his truth. And that's what makes this story worth your time. It's a story about each character owning their truth, because the truth is necessary for some, powerful for others, and freeing for all. Questions like, will they choose to reveal their truth, to answer those questions? That's the adventure we go on with them. Any story where the questions and choices facing the characters can be used for one of our own self-reflection moments is excess beyond just telling a story. The Fifth Avenue Story Society is categorized as a contemporary romantic novel. But don't let that mislead you, especially if you're not a fan of that genre. Yes, the topic of love is at the heart of the story, but it's so much more than a simple boy meets girl. This is about love for oneself as well as it is for others. This is loving one's past, no matter how dark it may be, and loving the unknown of the future. What also makes this a unique story is not only that it's classified under a contemporary romantic novel, but it's also classified as a Christian fiction. What that means at the heart of the story, or at least with a character or two in the story, there is that type of morality in it. Now, this is not a preachy book. No character goes out and quotes directly from the Bible. But the references that are made and the behavior of the characters, even those who are not believers, is clearly shown to have a respectful manner. In the story, you will not read profanity. And even when characters show that desire and that lust, because these are unperfect characters, just as we are as humans, 
the writer does not choose to dive into that, take us into a kind of smutty, messed up world. And I really appreciate that in my reading. Anytime I've read stories that felt the need for profanity and graphic, prolonged sex scenes, always lose me because it feels very juvenile. I get what you're referring to. I get what you're saying, and I see the character's relationship. But going on page after page just seems childish for a writer how to pull that out. It seems like they're more trying to reach a number count. It's just not my cup of tea. Or coffee, that is. So again, I love that Rachel Hawk doesn't do this. This story is the first I've ever read by this author. And I will tell you, I don't plan on it being the last. Looking at the reviews for this book, you'll also find other books of hers that are referenced. And I'm looking forward to a specific title that apparently many people have loved called The Wedding. So hopefully, if this story isn't up your alley, maybe too bookish, check out other books that she has, because I'm sure you'll find something there, especially if you're a hopeless romantic like I am. I hope you find this story to be a great escape as I did. I mean, I did so much so that I'm thinking of actually buying a second copy that's a hardback, because I just prefer them. What type of books do you like? Is there a specific genre that you feel yourself leaning towards? Are you willing to go beyond that to discover other treasures out there? Let me know. If you've read this book or plan on reading this book, also drop me a comment. Let me know your thoughts. Who was your favorite character or who did you relate to the most? Was there anything that surprised you or something you saw coming from a mile away? Who would be your best friend? I know Coral would be mine. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time here and hope you enjoy this book as much as I did. <laughs>